Howdy folks, and welcome to the tailgate. For those of you just joining us, we're on a road trip across America to uncover the mysteries behind tall tales, fairy tales, folk tales, fish tales, and urban legends, one interview at a time. We inherited a truck from our late Granny Mae, and discovered that the crystal hanging off the rear view mirror was more than just decorative. It was a dowsing pendulum leading us to the good folks behind all the tales we grew up with. With that, my name's Harrison, the Florida man. And I'm Aaron, the cheesehead. And tonight we are parked alongside a set of train tracks not far off from St. John's Cemetery in Pensacola, Florida. In fact, this appears to be our last stop in the Sunshine State. Well, at least for this road trip, anyway. And then we're off to Alabama. Ugh. Ooh, you got something against the Cotton State? Well, <laughs> for one, it's called the Cotton State, and uh, well, two, well, you know. I do indeed. For folks at home wondering, Florida Man and I have family in Alabama. And a college football rivalry is something fierce. Well, at least for him. We Wisconsinites actually have a good NFL team, so we aren't forced to define ourselves by the NCAA. Go Gators. Exactly. You gonna miss your home state, Florida man? Well, animals and greenery more than the people, but yeah. Case in point, we're currently in the panhandle, and people here, well, they still pretty old school. Ooh, I would never have pegged the Florida Panhandle for being diehard fans of hip-hop. Duh, that ain't exactly what I mean by old school. Oh, oh, you mean there? Yeah, uh, at least generally. Hmm. But before we get down to business, what are we drinking today, cheesehead? Yeah, today's growler of brewski is Black Treasure Whiskey Barrel-Aged Imperial Porter by Pensacola Brewery. Boy, ain't that a mouthful. Well, how's about we have a mouthful of the brew first, then we pass judgment. Sure, serve me up a cold one. Eh, here you go, bud. Thanks. Gotta say, the whiskey notes are coming through without hijacking the porter. Dark color and tasty enough to live up to the name Black Treasure. <clears throat> cold, dark, and smooth for sure. I gotta confess, though, whiskey ain't my thing no more. No more? No, no not after I took out a bottle of Jefferson Reserve one night playing D&D. Ooh. Now I can barely smell the stuff without gagging. While playing Dungeons and Dragons? <clears throat> I mean, losing the stomach for whiskey is tragic. But I do admire you going the extra mile while role-playing a drunken character. Points for authenticity. Well, it weren't in character so much as me just being a stupid college kid. Uh, whiskey's just kind of tasted like trash ever since. Meh. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Black treasure, that is. <laughs> Glad to see you're a man with a glass half full. A tulip, more specifically. With a complex brew like this, I'd be remiss not to savor that flavor. Whoa, now. You hear that, cheesehead? Yeah. It's a train. Nothing too spectacular, considering we're parked alongside train tracks. Or no? What if I told you these here train tracks belong to the once prosperous Louisville-Nashville Railroad Company? Once prosperous? Where are you getting at? These here train tracks? They've been defunct since 1982. Oh, but if these tracks are no longer in service, how could a train be in operation? Look! It's a... Ghost train! Yeah! Hands up, Peckerwoods. Whoa, alright, alright, easy, partner. I'm tickling the sky. And the dude abides. I don't mean you boys no harm. At least I don't yet. Just got one question for you two gentlemen. Porter, man, you said he was friendly. Does this look friendly to you? He called us gentlemen. That's pretty friendly. Plus, either way, he's just a ghost. He has pistols aimed right at us, loaded with bullets. Ghost bullets. Uh, 
Hey, you uh, you are that railroad bill I've heard so much about. Don't play coy with me, boy. If you're here, then you know damn well who I am. So my question remains. Did the no good yellow bastards from Louisville and National Railroad Company send you? I give you boys to the count of ten. Excuse me, what? Nine. All right, all right, all right. We're two podcasters. Cheesehead Florida man at your service. Didn't answer the question, you pigeon liver rat bag. Eight. Pigeon livered what now? Look, he's telling you the truth, don't you know? We're just two humble podcasters hoping to score an interview with a true renegade hero as we pass on through Pensacola. He's right. It'd sure be an honor as uh, heroes and something Florida's kind of in short supply of. Well, I ain't no hero, and I ain't from Florida, and I don't know what a podcast is. Seven. Oh, come on. Podcast is a, a, a narrative medium. Think of like a stage performance or, or, or moving pictures, only, you know, without... Any visuals or pictures? Sounds boring. Why not just read a book then? Six. You know, he's got a point, Florida man. A gun point. Right between my eyes. Settle down, we're gonna be fine. He ain't got a damn reason to trust us yet. And who can blame him? Bill here's a black man from the turn of the century, and I don't mean Y2K. And if you think the South is racist these days, well... Fair point. Again, like the point on the fair skin right between my eyes. Why don't you calm down and tell old Bill how many fingers you got on your own hand there? Huh? Oh, uh-huh. Fight! Exactly. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Bill, you know what? If you're going to shoot us, shoot us. What? But if you want to voice yourself to the world, man, now's your chance. You're a legend. You're a symbol of hope to those who know you. And an important piece of history ain't taught in the classrooms. And how do I know you're not just here for your own game? Can't say I trust one hell in your whole scalp. Well, if it eases your nerves, our hair-to-scalp ratios are mighty low. Hey, have you seen the size of our foreheads? Your what heads? Four! Oh, dang, damn it! Yep, yeah, yeah, what can you expect, though? I mean, hmm. we're in our 30s, and 30s are pretty rough, man. 30 divided by 10 is? Easy! Oh, three! God, jeez, <laughs> he got me again! Oh, well, why, why don't we drop the countdown and settle this like gentlemen? Over a beer, perhaps. More specifically... Black Treasure by Pensacola Brewery. Why's it gotta be Black Treasure? Uh, well, good question. Read the room, boy. Two. Oh, oh shit, come on. We, we ain't the ones named the damn thing. You said they were just ghost bullets, right, Florida man? Sure. And ghost bullets can't hurt the living, right? You telling me or asking me? Because I sure as shit don't know one way to other. What do you know? Well, I know we ain't with no damn railroad company for sure. A fat lot of help that's gonna do us. One... If you make it out of light, Florida man, just make sure to... Hide your My Little Pony plushie collection. I know, I know. It's been a hell of a ride, cousin. I love you, man. Yeah, I love you too, buddy. Hey, uh, Florida man? Yeah, cheesehead? You still alive over there? My eyes are too pinched shut to see for myself. Yeah? Yeah, I think I'm alright. Looking for holes, and uh, no holes. Yeah, I'm peachy keen. You? Let me check for holes, too. Ah, yeah, found one. Oh! Oh, it's just my ass, though. Whew. Well, I'm fresh as a hot fried cheese curd otherwise. That means we ain't dead. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're alive! We're alive! Unless I took you to the other side with me. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Oh, my pony collection! <sighs> Sorry, ma. <laughs> <laughs> you should see your faces. Hey now, is this funny to you? It's just that after a lifetime of being haunted by groups of y'all white folks dressed like ghosts, all it takes is one black ghost to have white men pissing their drawers. 
I'll have you know, I ain't pissed my drawers one drop. What's that wet trail going down your pants like then? More than one drop. Mm. All right, boys. All right. You want a conversation with Railroad Bill? How about we walk and talk? Okay. Deal. So, where exactly are you taking us anyway? Taking you boys to the grave. Yeah. You mean you're going to kill us after all? We're too old to die this unaccomplished. Quiet. I'm talking about taking you boys to my grave on a plot I didn't choose that remains unmarked for a century and some change. Yikes. You said I could voice myself to this world, and the world I know, my people, are muscled out of voting and seeing a subclass of God's own image. So tell me, what's the world like today? I have to be honest with you. People of color have equal rights on paper, but at the very same time, they don't. At least not in practice. The diction of laws may change, but racism is still pretty systemically ingrained. America's got a long way to go by African Americans. Here's a little trivia for you. The term African American dates back to 1782 sermon found in print. It's queer that the phrase has resurfaced so many years for... What year is it now, by the way? <laughs> oh, it's 2020. I admire your boys, honestly. Though my heart remains heavy and hot as a morning skillet. Hey now, all this skillet talk's getting me hungry. Ooh, hungry for knowledge. Say, Railroad Bill, Railroad Bill. Railroad Bill. Oh boy. <coughs> Railroad motherfucker. <laughs> Railroad Bill. You think your grand old time is it? <clears throat> Say, Railroad Bill. Mm. Thanks for giving us the time of day. Well, the time of night, I should say. I know you could have chugged along right past us on your ghost train without giving us a second thought. I try not to let my biases get to the best of me. If you know anything about my legends, you know I'm shit for that. Well, while we're walking, you, you mind telling us a bit more about yourself, Railroad Bill, sir? I was a 19th century outlaw out to stop the coal shoveling, scrotum scratching stooges of the Louisville Nashville Railroad Company. Man, like, you really got something against railroads, huh? Railroads? No. Well, so like, just the Louisville and Nashville Railroad. The Louisville and Nashville Railroad and all they've come to represent. These railroads were created on broken backs of boarded immigrants and blacks. Slavery dressed in a shiny new suit. Ah, well, you absolutely aren't unreasonable there. Plus, a bastard breakman of Louisville-Nashville Railroad train tossed me off the train car like I his unwanted child. On that very soil I lay, struggling to regain the wind knocked out of my lungs, I vowed to never again get tossed off a train by those Louisville-Nashville bastards. Oh, I just got chills. Became known as Railroad Bill before long. Railroad Bill sounds so gritty and cool. So is Bill short for William? Uh, funny. Nobody asked me my real name for some time. They'd rather cling on to the dust I kicked in the wake of my anger all those decades back. As if Railroad Bill was just a character in some kid's penny-pay adventure book. But I assure you there was more to me than trains and guns. I was born Morris Slater. Oh, well, pleased to finally meet the real you, Mr. Slater. Uh, my name's Harrison Mayhew. And I was born Aaron Mayhew. You said you're from the South? Yeah, Florida. Born and raised. Just, I lived all over the South. I ain't never heard of no Mayhew. Like Chewbacca. Sure. I can rip open a tin of chewing tobacco for you boys. Hell yeah. Awfully kind of you, man. What is important now is that we know each other as people. People with hearts that beat, brains that spark, souls that burn. I know you're a gunslinger and all, but I just as soon peg you for a poet. I was a vigilante for a spell, though that's but a sliver of the whole pie. Mm, pie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Morris Slater was a hard worker, a turpentine laborer out of the Carolinas. Loyal and hard working... 
I went where the work was and didn't complain a day. Not until the trainman did it wrong. Turpentine, you see? Prize cockfighting my life away for a handful of kernels. And that shit ain't good unless it's popped. And drenched in butter with a pinch of crusher-ass motherfucking salt. Oh, things popped off. You better believe that. As in the lead popped off in the face of those bow-legged baboons from the... I'm, I'm guessing the Louisville-Nashville Railroad Company, right? Those bright-eyed, sun-burning, bitch-ass clowns, yes. <laughs> if all it takes is one hard-working black man to derail their reputation, then I'll be damned if I don't derail their fleet of locomotives while I'm at it. Oh, hot shit. Sounds like uh, you were gunning for their livelihoods. You know, shooting them where it hurts most. If my livelihood don't mean a damn to them, then you can bet your chapless ass theirs don't mean shit to me. Wait, how'd you know that I have assless... <clears throat> so, what all you do to avenge yourself? I did what every self-respecting man would do. Well, that's definitely going to get the cops called on us. How about we stop with the gunfire? You became quite the wanted man in your time, is that correct? Wanted? Ho oh, ho, everyone wanted a piece of big old Bill, all right. But enough about the ladies. <laughs> Let's talk about how I occurred myself, top bounty, spanning as far as Chicago. Sounds like you made a righteous stink. Like a trapped possum in Florida summer. I hear that. Hell of a waste. Wait, trapped possum? You guys eat... You know what, I, I don't answer that. So beyond shooting at trainmen and hijacking locomotives... What drove your bounty so high? Like I mentioned, I was tossed off a train and sworn to make the company's operations a living hell. Hmm. Probably started around the time I threatened to kill James McKinney. At the time, he was superintendent and super dumbass, so he had it coming. Overnight, I became a man not worth two cents to those sister-stealing rednecks to a sudden prize of $350. That's a lot of money. I'd say, considering inflation, I reckon that's somewhere in the ballpark of uh, 9000 today. Shit, that's triple what that tiger fella paid to assassinate the cat lady. Yeah, but he got what he paid for, I'd say. Eh, true enough. So, about your bounty, Mr. Slater, sir. People didn't know my name, Morris Slater, when I was taking stabs at the railways, so people started calling me Railroad Bill, a name that grew on me like my nethers in a cat wagon. <laughs> no! Meow. That sure is an analogy. With my head becoming ever more valuable, I became one in more states by the day. All them people after you and none ever got the jump on you? They got the jump on me from time to time, but I always answered back. One such case, a shootout at Hurricane Bayou. Oh, they get you real good over there at the bayou? Sure thought they did. Some freight workers stumbled across my snoring ass while I was fast asleep behind one of their water tanks. But just before they found the courage to pounce, I sprang to my feet and bolted out of there faster than hurricane wind. Well, damn, Bill. Sounds like you could have gotten away scot-free if you wanted to. Coulda? Boy, I hopped on a docking train and convinced the Dick Strumman engineer to pull out of the station at top speed by pressing the hot end of my pistol on his big old dumb head. <laughs> Some diplomacy you got there. <laughs> and, and guy with the big head was an engineer, though. Couldn't have been that dumb. Any silly son of a bitch who chooses a career with a Satan spine, Louisville, Nashville, fucking railroad company, got to be stupid and spineless as a sponge. Well, perhaps one who lives in a pineapple under the sea. Pineapple grow on ferns, not under the sea. Boy, you born under a rock? Oh, no, that was Patrick. Who the hell is Patrick? Hey, now, no need to be crabby, Brody. What was that? Nothing. It sounds like you at least made a clean getaway, holding that big dumb head hostage, which uh, seems no easy feat, considering you were mostly disarmed, greatly outnumbered, and uh, jolted out of a deep sleep. Door doesn't end there, boys. It don't? It does not. Once I was well in the clear, I hopped off a train and made my way back to the station to finish off what I started. 
Once I was all out of ammo, I fled deep into the bayou where the white folk were too afraid to go. <laughs> Someone raised in the swamplands myself. I can't say I blame them. You've got gators, snakes, all kinds of nocturnal critters out for blood. And all of one of them less scary than the people out there actually stalking the night. So you didn't exactly pick that fight, but you do seem to have a temper about you. You don't know the half of it. Not long after that, my temper turned to a gunfight, which brought a whole lot more attention than I aimed for. Posse of lawmen came buzzing at me like I stole their honey and fucked their queen. In the <laughs> shuffle, I shot dead a deputy sheriff, James Stewart, before making a grand exit. Bounty increased to 500, and it weren't like to stop the... Jumping, Jesus. You may as well just branded a target on your back at that point. For long, had more sheriffs knocking on my door. By the time I killed the next sheriff, my bounty shot sky high. 1,200. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading here you had all kind of bounty hunters and law men trying to sniff you out. Only you successfully evaded every last one of them. It almost seems a suicide mission to try and take you on. Yikes. Uh, just how many clean getaways did you get away with in your heydays? Uh... Something around 17? Yeah, about the same number of ladies who made a clean getaway from me. What are you talking about, Cheesehead? We just had a girl singing your praises back at the beach. Oh yeah, you mean that same mermaid who tried to kill us both and eat our bloated drowned flesh? Well, I thought you said earlier your glass was half full. Well, that was earlier, and now my glass is two halves empty. Uh, you know, mine too. Another beer? Oh, don't you know it. How about you, Bill? Beer? Sure, why not? We've come to the end of our road anyway. St. John's Cemetery? Cryptic. Oh, cryptic, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> My final resting place. Yeah, sounds like your past finally caught up to you then. Bound to happen sooner or later. <laughs> Alright, I actually think I know this part of the story. So, correct me if I'm wrong. You knew the owner of a store. Like a general store. Y'all were buddy-buddy. You were there pretty often. The people caught wind of it. And the owner got smart. Saw your bounty, decided that money is worth more than loyalty. So, he had two lackeys hide and gun you down the second you stopped to make a purchase. But that didn't quite go as planned, did it? Ooh, you dodged him like all the others and make an escape? Likely would have if not for the fact that at the very same time, two bounty men entered the fray. <laughs> One of them shot you in the back, first chance they got. Yo, you mean you don't even know who shot you? The worm shot me in the back. Don't know about you, but my eyes face forward. True enough, true enough. Yeah, some say it was a man named Atmore Constable Leonard McGowan. Leonard? Leonard? Is it Leonard? <laughs> Leonard. 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 <laughs> McGowan. What <laughs> hell of a name. <laughs> Others claim it was Texas bounty hunter Dick Johns. Hey, at least Dick Johns is an easy name to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, once the two lackeys saw them firing, it was monkey see, monkey do. Sure was a hell of a party. It sounds more like a hell of a clusterfuck. And the train don't stop there. What? What could be worse than dying? Yeah, I heard, I heard your dead body was sent to Montgomery, Alabama for preservation, you know, to get, get a positive identification uh, to validate the reward. But the bastard coppers, uh, you know, took it upon themselves to sideshow your body a little bit. 25 cent a peak, which again, was a pretty good lot of money back then. And the uh, body was eventually moved back to Pensacola after a spell, and uh, those bastards, too, made a side hustle on your corpse. Shit like that makes my spirit mighty restless. God, jeez, I can only imagine. As if killing you and receiving money wasn't good enough, they displayed your dead body for profits. That shit's disrespectful. Eventually, Mary and the folks spoke my Christian internments and dropped my ass six feet under in the black session of the yard. Yeah, yeah, you actually made big news in 2012 when historians used uh, the internment logs you mentioned uh, to find and pay you a proper tombstone. And just look at it. Ooh, I am. It reads, Morris Slate, 
quote, railroad bill. Died March 1896. With a detailed image of a train above the text. Pretty spiffy. Only I hate them damn trains. Oh, shoot. I didn't even think about that. Reckon it was engraved with good intentions, at least. Engraved. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think so. Still, this is how old Railroad Bill meets his end. Don't mean our interview has to. This is true, but I pretty much have exhausted all my stories. What more is there to talk about? Well, how about your legacy? Doot, doot. My legacy? Boy, that's what you're looking at. A shiny stone that I hate, picked out by people I don't know, a century after I was passed off. You know, you were a slippery devil with such an incredible story that it's hard to imagine there aren't any movies or shows about you. Not formally, anyhow. Well, you'd assume movies like Django Unchained would be based on your exploits. At least a tad bit, but I ain't found no direct link between y'all two. What's Django Unchained? Uh, it's a western movie, uh, a talking picture about a former slave turned bounty hunter who went out to kill white folks who'd done him and his wife dirty. And uh, boy does he. I think I like this Django character. Yeah, you're like his spiritual successor. Or at least you would be if he were real. Well, maybe I got that crisscross because his story takes place before yours, but you were actually alive long before his movie was conceived, so maybe he's your successor? I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. (laughs) Well, I can say that Django Unchained pays homage to the 1903 silent film, The Great Train Robbery. Now... I know plenty of bandits done rob trains throughout history of American railways, but this movie only came out seven years after you passed on. So, I'd like to thank Railroad Bill had lent some inspiration to the railroad film, which in turn contributed to Django. You were seen as a real hero of the people, like the Legend of Zorro or Robin Hood. You know, now that I think about it, it can't be a coincidence that Disney's Robin Hood is portrayed as a fox, while Zorro is a literal Spanish translation for the word fox. You're saying I'm foxy? Well, I mean... Yeah, just look at you. Not ruggedly handsome with your tight core, your strong, grizzled chin, and penetrating eyes of a horned owl. So, um, fuck again, horny? Uh, not what I meant, but, um, you know what? Definitely not wrong, either. Well, my understanding is that you were seen as more than just some raw bone desperado. How do you mean? Well, what I'm getting at is that uh, people allegedly started attributing your uncanny knack for escaping the law and death itself to possessing a supernatural ability to shapeshift into animal forms uh, during retreat. So foxes and owls would certainly be ideal if that were the case. Yeah, I heard tales like that too. Everybody's got something to say about old railroad bill. Truth of it though is much simpler. I was wrong most of my life and was fed bullshit my eyes turned brown. Yeah, but your eyes are brown. That's what I just said. Yeah, right. I mean, beyond the metaphor, your eyes are naturally brown. You know what? I'm just gonna hush. Like I told you boys from the very beginning, I ain't no hero. Sounds like you were, though, to lots of folks who needed one. I don't know, Railroad Bill. It sounds pretty heroic to me. Well, you covered your influence on film and folklore, but we haven't covered your legacy in music yet. As it just so happens, Railroad Bill is the topic of a beloved and rather enduring ballad written all the way back in 1895. And what's the song title? Uh, The Ballad of Railroad Bill. There no creativity on that one, I see. Is it at least a good song? Well, I for one think so. Good enough to inspire several covers by artists such as King of Skiffle, Lonnie Donegan, uh, his version actually went on to inspire the uh, the Beatles back when they were just up-and-coming musicians. Bob Dylan did a cover as well. Plus, it ushers us into the final segment, a game we like to play here on the tailgate called Is This You? Uh, usually the game is played with photos and video, so we're going to have to adapt the title to fit. We'll read you a lyric of the ballad, and you tell us, Is This True? That's right. We'll read you some of the lyrics, and you'll let us know whether or not they are accurate by answering the question, Is This True? Is this true? Got it. 
First hands it goes, railroad bill, railroad bill. You never worked, you never will. And it's ride, ride, ride. Railroad bill's a mighty mean man. Shot out the light of a poor brakeman's hand. Ride, ride, ride. So railroad bill, is this true? We covered some of this already, but no. Like I told you boys, I was a turpentine worker for years before going rogue. As for that second bit, Sure, I shot a poor brakeman's lantern, and in his hand for that matter. Oof. Glad to see him toss me off a train now. <laughs> All right. And the second stanza goes, Railroad Bill, up on a hill, lighting a cigar with a $10 bill. God damn it. <clears throat> and he'll ride, ride, ride. Railroad Bill took my wife. If I didn't like it, gonna take my life. Ride, ride, ride. I mean, I could probably answer the latter half myself, but... I'll ask you anyway, is this true? False. Also, I don't recall ever taking your wife, considering your ring finger there is naked as a baby. I reckon you never had one to begin with. Plus, I'm not in the white chip. No, who said I was? Respect. Hey. Hit me with another verse. Oh, that's me. <laughs> Railroad Bill, he ain't so bad. Whooped his mama, shot his dad. Ride, ride, ride. Early one morning, standing in the rain, round the bend come a long freight train. Ride, ride, ride. So, Railroad Bill, is, is, is this, 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 you, you, you? Why would anybody think I beat my old mama and shot my pa? What monster wrote this song? <laughs> That's up for debate. It's an old <laughs> song. Yeah, so finally... Railroad Bill a-coming home soon. Killed McMillan by the light of the moon. McMillan had a special train. When they got there, they was praying. Railroad Bill, is this you? Now we're getting somewhere. Hell yeah, that was me that killed that sap sucker McMillan. McMillan was acting sheriff of Bruton, Alabama, but was deputized in Florida where he heard tell I was staying. Got the drop on he and his posse and killed them clean. Jumping Jesus, ain't sure if I'm in a state of awe or pure terror. Is that your ride? Sure, the sun is rising. Oh, wowzers. Oh, the sun actually is rising. Look, anything you'd like to say to people before you ride up? Yeah, the mic's all yours. What I would say is that I do fess up my actions, and I was certainly held accountable in the end. I believe it. I believe it. God damn it. <laughs> Derail. <laughs> hey, we ain't here to cast shade at you for what you did, no. It's hard to imagine I'd have done much different. Yeah, I'd say you had a pretty strong motive. Mm, locomotive? <laughs> what was that? Nothing. What heats my collar more than the physical pain of being thrown from a train is just how insignificant they made me feel. It's as if my life, our lives, didn't matter at all. Yeah, that's a problem that's remained uncorrected at large, and people are still dying over it, it hurts me to say. Though, I've been out protesting with thousands of other people, and Florida Man, I know you guys have been donating to several light causes, but we still have a long way to go. Yep, yep, and we here at the tailgate would like to state for the record that Black Lives Matter, and encourage y'all folk at home to do your part to fight systemic injustice. Before anyone blows a fuse... Just know that the phrase doesn't mean black lives matter more than yours. It's just that, so far as society has evolved, they have remained underprivileged since day one. Furthermore, if you are a person of privilege and you still got a problem with black lives matter, I'd like to offer you an additional privilege on top. Oh, you are? Sure. Privilege to kiss my ass. Uh, is, is that something people do in the future? Oh, God, no. It's, uh, it's a metaphor. Uh, I got to get going. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wanted to say that 
You boys are all right. Yeah, you're pretty all right yourself, Mr. Bill. Oh, no. Having a goddamn clue what that's all about. <laughs> but it's time for Railroad Bill to board. So thanks for stopping by and hearing my story. Hey, take care of yourself. Farewell now. Come on, ride the train. And ride it too. Come on, it's a choo choo train. And on that train of thought, at least for you folks at home who ain't been offended yet, please feel free to shoot us an email at thetailgatepodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at thetailgatepodcast for photos, cast info updates, and more. And be sure to return in two weeks for our next interview. <laughs> well, there they are, and uh, I think that's our cue to go, cheesehead. Uh, I'm ready. See you later, tailgaters. Thank you for joining us for the latest episode of the Tailgate Podcast. Railroad Bill is performed by Calvin Tribbett. Aaron the Cheesehead is played by Aaron Sherry. You can check him out on his YouTube channel, So Can You, and on Instagram at Aaron Unabridged. Harrison the Florida Man is played by Harrison Foreman. Theme song performed by Matt Jones. This episode was written and edited by Harrison Foreman. <laughs>